We're in the middle of Aloha Gimel, in Peter Gimel of Chagigo of the Rambam. So the Rambam tells us that HaMelech Hushikre Be'oznehem. The Melech was the one that would read the Parshiyos, which we'll explain soon in the next part of the Halacha, which Parshiyos he read. And it was the Melech. Now the word Kufais, let's say there was no Melech. So what would be the din then? So it's interesting that when you actually start the halachis in the Rambam, in Perek Shlishi, the Rambam says, Mitzvah essay lahakil is kol Yisrael. It doesn't say Mitzvah essay on the Melech lahakil. So people are medayik, and there are other shittas, the Minchas Chinuch and others, that say that if there's no Melech, so then whoever's in charge of the Eden at the time, whether it's a Kohen Gadol, or the Nasi Sanhedrin, whoever it is, that's the most influential religious leader at that time, he would read. In other words, preferably a Melech. But even if not a Melech, you know, it's a Jewish leader, which is interesting, that Pirush, because we know that the Rambam writes in Hilchas Malachim that HaMelech, Yamoid Melech Mi Beis David. And the question is, one of the simonim of Mashiach, that is Cheskas Mashiach, is that he's a Melech. And the question is, how can he be a Melech? In order to be a Melech, you have to have Mashicha, you have to have the Sanhedrin, the whole, all these things to make a Melech. So how could Rambam say, Yamoid Melech? And Rebbe explains, and other Mepharshim as well, that Melech there means a leader. He has the Tchunas HaMelech. He's not a Halachic Melech. Yamoid Melech is not a halachic melech. Not always when it says melech, is it halachically a melech. Here also we see that the chiyuv is on the melech, but if he's not available for whatever reason, it's whoever is the most influential leader at the time, he would be the one to do the hakil service. And he would read Be'ezrus Hanoshim. Like I mentioned, that Apip Shutesh Mikra, Rebbe brings out that it could be in the regular Azora, and it's a discussion if it's Dafke Ezra's Hanoshim, and now here's the new information for today. The Melech is allowed to read sitting. There's, we know that Ein Yeshiva Ba'azara, a regular Yid is not allowed to sit in the Azara. Only the kings from Beis David, they're allowed to sit. Which, by the way, that was the great historical fact that led to the fact that the Malchai Yisroel worked very hard that Yidin should not be Euler Egel. Why were the Malchai Yisroel so against Yidin being Euler Egel? Just because it was in the Yehuda and Binyamin, but also because when they came to the Beis Hamikdash, they would have to stand and the Malchai Beis David were able to sit. And that would show that the Malchai Beis David are more choshev than them, that they have Prashus to sit in the Azorah. They are the real kings. And they didn't want that their mushpoyim and their people under them should see that. So they worked very hard that Yidin should not go to the Beis Amikdash. To, they shouldn't see Malchai Yisroel standing while Malchus Beis David was sitting. So while it is true that halachically the Melech is allowed to sit, the Rambam says that if he reads it while he's standing, 
And you have to understand why. In general, there's a machloikis and there's a discussion about a rav and a melech who is moichel al kvoidoi. So are you allowed to be moichel your covet? The Torah gives covet to a rav. The Torah gives covet to a melech. So what's the din of rav shemochel al kvoidoi or melech shemochel al kvoidoi? What are the dinim in those cases? So in general, we say Rav Shemochel Al Kvoidei Kvoidei Mochel. A teacher can be Moichel is Kavid. But a Melech, he's supposed to not be Moichel is Kavid because he is the leader chosen and he should be standing up and his position should be respected. So if so, the Mephorshim ask, why over here should he be Moichel on his Kavid and stand? And the answer is very obvious. It just sometimes you have to state the obvious. The question of Moichel al is when it comes to other people. In other words, if someone does something to the Melech or the Melech wants to help somebody else, so in that case we say the Melech shouldn't go away from his covet. Here, by standing up, he's showing covet to Hashem. He's being Moichel his covet for covet Shemayim. Because this way he's showing respect for reading the Torah. It's the Pasnish, you should read the Torah while you're sitting down, you're reading the Torah. Stand up when you read the Sefer Torah. Now, halachically he's allowed to sit. But it's more respectful if he would stand. Because showing res- there you're not being moichel your covet to a human being. You're being moichel your covet to showing Hashem that you respect Hashem's covet more than your own. By standing up and leaning, you're being moichel your covet to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and obviously in such a case, there's no problem of Melech Shemochel Now, the Rambam tells us about what parshiyos they would lane. I want to just make it clear from, from the beginning that the, what the Rambam writes, and if you open up a Mishnah in Gemara Soita, where it discusses the Hakil at the end, and the, the later Dafim of Soita, you'll notice that there is a difference. In other words, the, when you open up the Mishnayis, there's one list of parshiyos that it says the Melech would read, and the Rambam has a different listing. Some are similar, but there are differences. So either the Rambam had a different girsa in the Mishnah, or there was like a different period, maybe somewhere that we lost, but it's all the Mepharshim point out that there is an obvious difference between the Rambam's list of parshiyos, which is much longer than the... Now, you have to understand, you know, how much you have all these women and children packed into the Azora or the Beis HaMikdash, the Harabayis, and the Melech starts darshaning. So how much, so how long do you think this drasha lasted? It's a long drasha. Hakil was it's quite a drasha. Let's see what he reads. So we start from beginning of Dvarim till the end of Shema. So again, that's you know quite an amount. Just think about Dvarim, you're already, you know, almost two parshias. Then you skip to Vahoyim Shemoya, and you finish that. Okay, so now the second parsh of Krishma. Then you skip to Aser to Aser. Anyone know which parsha Aser to Aser is? Day. Day, very good. So you're going now from 
Ekev, you're going to middle of the A, and you go from Aser to Aser until the end of the Brochus and Klolis. The Brochus and Klolis are in Parshas Kisovoi. So you are, it's quite a journey that you're going to read. And then you stop after Kechol Olois Habris Ashakoras Iton Bechoyrev. And that's where it finishes. But it's from basically, from when you start Aser to Aser, you have Rei Shoiftim Kiseitzei. I mean, it's, it's quite a mount of Parshia. So all in all, a riboy of Chumish Devorim is read by the Hakil. So that was the, that was the, the reading according to the way the Rambam's understanding it. Now, there was a whole process for how it was read. Now it starts off with blowing Chatzoytzeres. Now the Rambam doesn't tell us who blew the Chatzoytzeres, but I want to point out that there is a famous Tosefta that the Rebbe would quote and would inspire Hasidim with when it comes to Hakel. The, the Tosefta says that a Koyen would be blowing the Chatzoytzeres. They would blow, and all the Kehanim would be blowing away. And Atkidekach says the Tosefta, if they saw a Koyen that was not blowing the Shoifer for Hakel, so the rumor would go out that maybe this Koyen was not a real Koyen, because if he was a proper Koyen, he would be blowing the Shoifer. And the Rebbe says that a Chosid is Shturiming Vegan Hakel. And if there's a Koyen, a Chosid, that's not blowing the Shoifer of Hakel, the Shaila, Efsher is Nishken Chosid. Maybe he's Nishken Koyen. Because someone that's a Koyen, a Chosid, a Mekusher, Obviously, when it comes hakel, will be tekel, will be shturim in hakel in the Gansavil. 